0: Hello, listeners, and welcome yet again to Edgeguard, a podcast where we take a closer look at games on the fringe. My name is Blake. I'm joined, as always, by my uh, co-host and good friend Jordan. Hello. And today, we're here to talk to you about in in a ten. I okay. So this game is made by a group of French students. Mm-hmm. Um, f- at Supinfogam. Uh, R- rubica i don't know how to say it <laughs> it's spelled like sup info game
1: rubica <laughs> <laughs> but that's yes. i'm sure that's not how you say it info game um, rubica is a famous game designer right so you're greeting <laughs> sup them. info game
0: rubica <laughs> I, was, I went to info game rubica's uh, talk mm-hmm. at gdc last
1: year so <laughs> um
0: but no uh, it, so this is a student game uh and we're we're going to we're going to try we're going to do a fun little thing we're going to try and read a bunch of french not i guess they're not exclusively french mostly looks like french, the majority of them some,
1: are french some spanish looks like a couple east asian uh, yeah it's going to be say. fun
0: we're going to we're going to we're going to mess them up really bad i'm sure yes but um, we,
1: we we are dedicated to crediting creators so we're going to do yes. all the this is like their looks like their graduation project so it was a big team yeah. you know one of those big like 12 person yeah, uh, it looks like game a, a core
0: a core team of eight, and then it looks like seven additional developers credited as, as external team, which yeah. is a lot. But anyway, uh, are you ready, Jordan? Shall, I'm, shall, I'm shall so I ready. kick it off? Yeah, yeah, do it. Take uh, us away. Uh, Vincent Jalifier Uh Oriel Bouquet Cecile Uh Yue uh, Du uh Guillaume lucas
1: <laughs> your accent man <laughs> killing me
0: i can't i can't see the thing is i can't try and say a a name from somewhere else correctly without doing an accent it's impossible
1: uh, oh yeah <laughs> yeah um okay, um okay okay we're going we're going uh isabel uh lalemande francois
0: denonco uh roman ruiz Okay, now we're on to the external team, which starts with Iwan Algol. Uh, I don't know.
1: I think you got it right the first time. Uh, okay. That's what I'm going with. <laughs> uh, Julie Jeanvoin. Uh, Victor Delipski. Yeah, that's, that one's probably not French. I'm going to guess. No, I'm going to uh, guess And then not. Uh, Guillaume Riviere. Uh, Kwekri Rijing. Vincent Sargen or Sargent. Uh, I think we probably did like, like solid mediocre.
0: Yeah. I would say, uh, 30% actually correct. (laughs) And then like 60%, like, uh, that's the way an American would really, if they were really trying would do it. (laughs) Um, if you, if you want to see the, uh, the team and actually read their names, uh, properly, uh you can go to uh slash initin which is spelled i n i t e n uh and if you follow us on twitter we will have already linked to that and if you don't follow us on twitter then you better go start and you can <laughs> find the link there um we'll make sure or you can find the link in the description for this episode uh and, and please go uh you know find all these creators in case our uh Uh, attempts at pronouncing them were uh, Uh, were atrocious unsatisfactory um anyway we haven't even talked about what the game is at all uh which is that it's sort of an in uh not inspiration exploration Mm -hmm. uh like 3d uh third person (coughs) character you running around a little world and it's a it's very um musical and audio uh focused you're sort of um going up to things that are generating sound and absorbing or not absorbing their sound, but you're sort of like harnessing, channeling it. And then it sort of Mm -hmm. follows you around and then you imbue the sound back into the environment by finding like uh, plants that have died or dried up and, and uh, giving them sound and the sound sort of brings them back to life. And so you're sort of going around interacting and uh, doing some puzzles and uh, traversing around. Uh, You can kind of, uh, as you, uh, built up more sounds following you. You can glide through the air after yes. you jump. And so you sort of use this glide to like fly around. And it's, it's all very, uh, Zen. It's, it's, uh, explicitly stated that there, um, or maybe it's not, I remember seeing somewhere. Yeah, described it was the on the site that we by found Journey. the
1: game, not on the actual game. Oh sure. Page. was this a
0: free game planet joint. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Yeah. Shouts out free game planet, helping <laughs> us, uh, you know, f- follow free game planet. If you want to, uh, Follow one of the places games, where we yeah. uh, we find a lot of the games. It's a great that we play. source,
1: seriously. Yeah, yeah,
0: it is really good, and they post many more games than we could ever play uh, cover with this for this show. Um, so check them out. We have a at one at one point we should probably just go and like tweet out all the sources that we usually find stuff at. Because yeah, uh, I mean that's idea. that's how I found most of them. Is I'm actually how am I going to tweet out my Twitter? <laughs> <laughs> we can tweet out the Twitter. <laughs>
1: Um, but check anyways, out this new indie website, Twitter.com. So many game wrecks there. I think you're gonna like it. <laughs> Just kidding. You'll hate no, it. You're like no, you're not Just know where you'll
0: like it. <laughs> you'll use it begrudgingly. Has that like, like the rest of us? <laughs> uh, but anyway. Um,
1: yeah, so let's, the let's It's inspired it. by Journey, um, but also like the art style kind of reminds me like even more closely of Rhyme. Do you know this game, Rhyme? Um, I've never
0: played Rhyme I've seen Rhyme I actually um, like gave my resume to the team that made Rhyme at GDC when oh, I was there really? like two years ago yeah
1: <laughs> nice I didn't get a call back uh, well
0: they weren't looking for gameplay programmers it's fine
1: uh, well here we are I didn't want uh, to work for them you anyway you should have sent them a link to this podcast episode oh wait you know what <laughs> I would have if this podcast even existed at that time yeah <laughs> Uh, yeah, but the but yeah, like, I see the rhyme comparison for sure. Is the color palette, so like the art style, like the graphic style, is definitely mm-hmm. Journey. But uh, even further, like the color palette, just reminds me of rhyme a lot. Um, yeah, yeah, sort of like blues, greens, and the color of the rocks. Even it's just like I don't know, it looks like rhyme. This yeah, game's got looks like rhyme.
0: It's got a lot of like, it's uh, a very light like. Uh, I, I'm not sure. Is it supposed to be snow or sand that you're walking around on most of the time? Uh, my interpretation was sand that you're in the desert, oh, like really? a desert was with like snow. white sands.
1: Mine was snow when I played it, but then I uh, actually read the like description afterwards, and it's like the game pl- takes place in a deserted land in which life has become rare because the blazing sun has dried everything up. So that yeah. implies sand. Yeah
0: yeah and also on the art style <laughs> I don't want to be too reductive and say it like it just looks like rhyme or journey I think it uh it establishes itself enough as like inspired by those but distinct yeah yeah it's and I not do just think a it looks really nice. Copy.
1: yeah, yeah it's that, that very first pretty.
0: um that first part after you do the sort of tutorial area and walk out and you can see the skybox and there's that big mountain with the clouds around it mm. that's a good ass looking mountain yeah I saw that mountain and I was like fuck dude that's a good <laughs> mountain <laughs>
1: <coughs> That's an excellent mountain you've made right there. Level designers and uh, 3D artists killing it over here.
0: Yeah, the, the oh. Skybox in general. It's, uh, you know, Skybox is often an unsung uh, hero of uh, your <laughs> world design. So get some good-ass Skyboxes here. You know what?
1: <laughs> Actually, just looking at images of it also reminds me of a little bit. Um, What's that? Is Wind Waker. Uh, but that oh, one, sure. a little bit less. I mean, I guess like the clouds specifically kind
0: of. I mean, that's basically any, uh, three-dimensional game was sort of like a low, like a more artistic than realistic aesthetic Uh, is they're generally going to skew wind waker because it was kind of like the first super mainstream, uh, really well done version of that. Like, I mean, even now vanilla wind waker running at 1080p and like an emulator or even better, the HD remaster, it looks great. Like it yeah. holds up incredibly well. Well, yeah, I mean, that's well. the thing
1: about like non. I feel like r- photorealistic graphics, date yeah, themselves ages much very quickly. More, like dramatically yep. than when like your your images are more a style than a like yeah. to represent S- strong
0: art direction. People, yeah. Um, but anyway, so you, you sort of start this game um, in a in a little tutorial area i sort of alluded to earlier where you walk up and you see a little bird and it's like um, cheeping very loudly i should say the the, yes. the audio mix is a really little dramatic. bit uh, a little bit uh i, w- I don't want to say rough it's just this sort of um stylized to make the gameplay work a little better in a way that uh, yeah. can be a little bit like those supposed bird to are like attention yeah. too loud mm-hmm. um but you you sort of see the the waveforms coming out of this little bird's mouth, mm-hmm. um, as like oh, I don't know how it's 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 very cool what they do, which is that they uh, turn a waveform basically into like a particle effect, so that uh, mm. you are like capturing this waveform, and then as you're running, it's like extending it out as like a line render or a trail render. Yeah, they're uh, like these
1: weird flowy, liquidy streamers behind
0: you. Yeah that that was honestly like the most journey thing to me was like mm. building up a big trail of thing that because like journey you're growing that big scarf that um right that sort of flows i assume you've played journey haven't you jordan
1: i've played journey for like five or ten minutes at an event oh, i've never actually played it myself. yeah dude I never had a playstation
0: yeah i didn't either i downloaded. uh that PlayStation. PlayStation go
1: or no, no. What is it? What was it called? Uh, now I think now, yeah, now. It's like you can stream their games. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And oh. I streamed that game to my PC and then canceled my, uh, my seven like, day free trial. Yeah. I thought about doing trial. that. <laughs> yeah. You, you, you honestly should. It's, it's very worthwhile. Um, and it's uh, pretty brief, but anyway, the, that was, uh, the thing that sort of reminded me about that, uh, most immediately was the, the, the trail sort of flowing behind you. Um, yeah
1: yeah and it is like i don't know those those are like mesmerizing i did find that the particle effects especially as you accumulated a lot of sounds uh my graphics card was struggling and i got a little really yeah i got like serious problems with like uh losing frames but it was when when i wasn't losing frames it was pretty
0: yeah you know student games especially uh you, you don't often get the time to uh uh optimize as much nor uh, at least in the case with my game do you really know how to like optimize your game it's like uh well we used built it in unity and uh we don't know why it doesn't run that great because it's not that impressive but here we are <laughs> um, wait so
1: you didn't lose any frames at all you were like running smooth the whole time through
0: uh i probably lost some frames at some point but i assume that was like from stuff uh loading in not as much from like I, I never got the sense that it was because my trail
1: was getting particularly uh, oh, really? uh,
0: boisterous or um, you know long or whatever.
1: Yeah. I know that that's what it was for mine because it got worse as the, as it got bigger. Yeah, I see. <laughs> but yeah.
0: <clears throat> so anyway, you, you go through this sort of area, uh, bringing dead grass back to life and you Which, get noise. Just
1: also that animation is beautiful. I, something about the, the way that like br- the Brown dead grass like comes to life. Yeah, it turns up. green in the yeah. That was that might have been blossom. my my favorite visual part of this game. Actually, was just like the effect yeah. of the grass turning over. Mine's was-
0: definitely the the like waveform. I guess it's it's hard to describe, and especially if people don't know what waveforms look like. But I mean, I'm literally looking at a waveform right now as Audacity records my <laughs> voice, um, and like it it takes a waveform uh, and just like extends it into a long trail behind you and like makes it really colorful. It's like, ah, fuck that. That That's a, what a cool idea Mm -hmm. and uh, an excellent execution. Um, But anyway, you sort of uh, wander around this little intro area. The first noise you're supposed to get is from like a bird. And then you can hear like crickets chirping. And the, the, the first thing I noted is that they, they really crank the ambient noises uh, up to like much louder than they would be in a normal game.
1: Well, because well, (coughs) specifically ambient noises that you can collect,
0: right? Yes, exactly. Yeah. So uh it it serves a function in the gameplay, which is that you need to be able to hear it to know that you should go get it. Yeah. Because uh as much as I love the little waveforms as they follow behind you, finding like them in the air, they're not always super apparent because they kind of just like float next to um, the object that they yeah, are especially if you're walking from,
1: especially if you're walking by the object like a bird or yep. something, it just blends in with yours. So yeah, but
0: That's to nice the thing. game's credit, I actually found that most of the time the the sounds were placed directionally specific enough yeah. that um, if I couldn't see the cue like the the crickets that sort of hang out in the grass, I almost never saw the uh, like the actual sound that they were generating. I just like yeah, would I mean, run yeah. around in the grass. And I think the only time the I saw sort the of sounds absorb. were the
1: uh, birds. I don't think I ever saw yeah, the, the birds was the most
0: obvious. I saw the crickets like one time and it was like down low, like sort of in the grass. Yeah. But anyway, the point is these uh sounds that would normally consider be considered like ambient noise to sort of like um, just give the space character become uh, an explicit uh, gameplay they serve a gameplay function of yeah, like, yeah. you need to hear them go over to them, collect them and then redistribute them. And once you've collected them, the the volume sort of cranks back down to what you might expect in a normal game. But um, I did think the game did a, a, an effective job of being of like making you pay attention to those sounds early on and like teaching you pretty early, like, Hey, listen, don't just like try and use visual cues for everything. Cause you're going to have to like, listen and and yeah. uh use sound sound is not just uh set dressing in a way to make the game more cool it's like an integral part of it's a mechanic the game.
1: yeah this is like and we we've sort of like talked about this before but uh, there's not a lot of games aside from literal rhythm games to like mm-hmm. try to use sound as a like serious mechanic that influences how you play but yeah here, here's an example yeah I mean it's kind of like uh, how they say
0: designers like to say like never put anything on the ceiling because players are never going to look there (laughs) Uh, and if you have a game where you want to put things on the ceiling you have to train them to look at the ceiling really early and very well Um, I feel like the same thing sort of applies to sound it's one of those things that is very important on sort of a subconscious level of like uh, you can feel when a game has like bad sound design Uh, but most players aren't going to be paying super careful attention to like ambient sounds in the environment, especially. Um, And so it's, it's cool and refreshing to see, uh, you know, a game that's like, no, you're going to have to pay attention to these and to have it do a, a, um, an effective job at like getting you to pay attention to it and realize it's, uh, it's like value Mm -hmm. and, and sort of take note of it.
1: Yeah. Um, that sort of leads me to one of the confusions that I actually had of how the sound mechanics work in this game, but no game. is it like supposed to be that for every one sound you collect, it's one grass you can reanimate? Cause it seemed like I could, I huh, don't think so. I, I couldn't tell what the, the equate, like how many I needed in order to, yeah. So like I think how many I sounds think in- are mandatory to progress.
0: I think the reason that you and I both ended up thinking that is because in that first area, uh, it's one to one of patches of grass that need life and uh, things that you can get sound yeah, from. Yeah, it's like
1: exactly four or whatever.
0: Yeah, but I think by the time you are at the end of the game, like, uh, first of all, I don't even think, I'm not even necessarily certain that um, when you sort of imbue the sound back into the world to bring something to life, I, I'm not even sure that that reduces the amount yeah it didn't I seem like it anything has was getting right? spent
1: because well the reason so the, in the first one i definitely like reanimated a grass and then didn't have the ability to reanimate another one okay had to go so but then yeah. later on i was reanimating grass left and right and it didn't seem like my stream was decreasing in size
0: yeah so i might, don't know
1: it, what it I might just figure be that that
0: was, that was their way of in the intro area like forcing you to stay there a little longer and uh, yeah. see what sort of different things can generate sounds by making you have to get all of them to advance. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I sort of had that uh, understanding too until I got to a certain point where I was kind of just like putting it back into the environment, shooting my sound out willy-nilly and not really worrying about it. And it never came up again as a problem. So yeah, that was something that wasn't communicated like totally clearly or explicitly
1: hmm Um, yeah so yeah i'm I'm not sure exactly
0: how that works
1: um yeah anyway you go ahead ahead. no you go ahead um well on the topic of things that i was confused by um sure another one this one might have been a little bit more me than the game but it took me way too long to realize that when you so like the main sort of like quote unquote puzzle mechanic of the game is that there are these little plant bulbs uh, that when you hit them they make a certain noise and then they're usually in groups of like four or five and if you hit them in the right order then it reanimate or like brings to life another one that's pink and then you have to do that a certain number of times in a zone to progress yep and um I got all the way until halfway through the final level before I realized Mm. that when you ping the bulbs a little orange stock comes out uh and then that tells you what order you need to do oh it sure so i yeah. i was literally just doing it randomly until i was like oh my oh, god oh well so
0: so then you also missed the actual thing which is that while you stand near those bulbs a melody will play and it maps to what you're supposed to okay um, so tap i was like listening for
1: that and i don't know if i'm tone deaf or something because i was like I was like isn't a melody supposed to be playing <laughs> like so so that's the thing is like
0: some of the melodies are um is he just playing in the
1: background or is it like a bird chirp
0: no it's like playing in the song so they get added oh. real like it's almost like they did too good of a job integrating them in because they get added in oh. like really naturally and it's a it's uh not always the same instrument. Uh, And Uh, it's not mixed particularly high. And especially where uh, in the game where like the bird chirps were like really loud, like almost abrasively loud. I was expecting it to be like this huge musical thing, Um, Mm. but I wasn't hearing it. So I actually uh, figured out the, the orange thing uh, on the first puzzle or no, the second one, the first one, there were only three. So I was able to like brute force it. And the second one, I realized that the orange thing, the orange plumage sort of, or not plumage, like uh, uh blossoms yeah like, yeah stocks sort of stay mm, out yes. so if you hit it in the wrong order they retract back in so yeah, you can that's sort how of you know use that way to figure it out Um, which honestly like I don't know it, it's hard because uh, if that didn't exist I might not have figured out the way through the game oh, I but definitely also I feel like I feel like the visual crutch sort of left me a little bit disappointed that the game didn't like fully commit to like, Oh, you have to figure out like musically. But then again, I don't think that the, the music was like, I feel like as a very musically literate and like musically, Mm -hmm. um, I, I pay much more attention to like the production and sound of things than most people probably do just because I do it. Uh, I, I don't know if people know, I, I like made our theme song and stuff. So like, I'm very sensitive to like the sounds being used and like the musicality of everything. And so for a person like me, that's like already paying more attention to it than most people probably would to struggle. I was definitely like, Oh, this seems like it'd probably yeah. be really hard, especially and if you're tone deaf, it's like, you just
1: can't, yeah.
0: uh, I you just can't play it the way that it's intended to be played. Right.
1: Yeah. I like the way you put it <coughs> a minute ago that it's almost like they did a too good a, of a job like mixing it because yeah the the way you've described it to me it really sounds like the kind of thing that like like in a film or something would be like an easter egg like oh look they every time this happens they play the oh the, yeah the, like
0: leitmotif or something yeah
1: they play the leitmotif for, for this character or whatever sure I'd be like oh that's so cool it's like hidden in there so well you like barely notice it but it like kind of evokes yeah. something for you on an unconscious but level once well, yeah and once you know about it it's like oh yeah, yeah I you can notice hear it everywhere it, yeah
0: Yeah, if you want uh, to know about great use of leitmotif in games, Undertale is a Mm. uh, masterclass. They use character themes uh, very heavily and very effectively. But Mm. um, yeah, in this game, the the problem I had is that uh, it wasn't consistent. So it wasn't like, oh, I'm always listening for the same instrument. And sometimes the instrument was mixed high enough to be like, oh yeah, I can uh, pick that out really well. And other times it was like, okay, I can't really hear it and then the mm-hmm. other thing is that um sort of as a uh, a person who can like read music and and all that i sort of when i could hear the melody and i um and i wanted to try and play it out there was no spatial correlation to the note being played um so like obviously on a piano keyboard lower notes yeah, you can see are to the left and higher, higher notes are to the down. right yeah so well, are like when you yeah, when you are hearing notes, you can say, oh, that load is nowhere, therefore I should go to the left. And so in a game like this, you would maybe sort of expect that the bulbs that are on the on, on a certain side are the low notes and on another side are the high notes. But right. oftentimes they're uh, organized in like semi-circles or circles or just sort of like scattered around. So you don't really get that. Mm-hmm. So honestly, I just ended what? up using the, the visual feedback to solve most of those bubbles. Even yeah. if I could hear... the musical elements just because, uh, it was enough trial and error of like, okay, what tone does this make? Okay. What tone does that make? (laughs) Whereas if, excuse me, if something had, uh, you know, a more clear, um, visual correlation to, uh, like the, the music, then maybe it'd be easier to sort of let that play out. So I think, um, that's a, that's a problem that this game has is that it, 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 struggles, uh, as much as, like, the ambient sounds are integrated really nicely uh, mechanically, the mm. the musical sounds, I think, uh, d- don't hit the mark quite as much.
1: Yeah, it's yeah it's tricky because, like, it's on the one hand, they did do a great job of, like, drawing my attention to sounds that I would normally would not, namely the birds. Yes. Serves. Like, I always yep. noticed them, like, the second I heard them. But on the other hand, I guess I, you know, went through the whole game without noticing <laughs> Those other sounds um yeah, but and, like, and honestly,
0: maybe the thing is that they they swung too hard in the okay, people never listen to um like uh, ambient sound sound design, soundscape type stuff they're usually listening to like the music or like a really s- specific melody um <coughs> and so they maybe lean too hard in the other direction uh to also have like a big musical puzzle mechanic,
1: yeah, i mean the the one thing I will say is like. <coughs> it is really hard to, uh, um, the puzzles in games based on tone recognition are always yeah. like the infamously hardest one of like, like any game I can think of that has like a, a tone sure. puzzle. It's like, everyone's always like, that was the one that got me. The one that comes to yeah. mind just cause it has the same art style. as this or not the same, but similar art styles. This game is the witness The right? witness. Yeah. The, I the knew the tone, you were going to say the tone that. puzzle that everyone is like, Kill me now. Well, and and the Witnesses'
0: sound puzzles have uh, other problems. Don't even get me started yeah. on the Witnesses' sound puzzles. I It was
1: not I, even clear the, yeah, the logical as,
0: correlation between the
1: tones and the...
0: Yeah, I... And also, just like they would overlap sounds to intentionally try and make it so you couldn't. Yeah, got don't even like the the witness sound puzzles is the epiz- is the epitome of uh, Jonathan Blow thinking he's smarter than he is to me. Of just like, oh, these brilliant sound puzzles. It's like, bro, these don't make any sense. And like, as a person again who is like more uh, sensitive to like sound techniques and uh, very musically literal as like a person I should be a person that can understand that puzzle like easily and to uh, like come away as frustrated as I was with those just like yeah
1: Jonathan Blow it punk. was that one was so gnarly but like I mean I recently played the original <laughs> Mist, and there's like one where you have to uh, there's like a keyboard you have to play um, uh-huh. and, yeah so it's I think although wait was that one maybe that was one where it gives you the score i don't remember but anyways there's a lot of games that try to do like tone matching Uh puzzles and they tend to be quite hard like even like like a lot of games like realize they're like just kind of give up and like ocarina of time and it's not actually a tone puzzle it's actually like a yeah pressing pressing some
0: simplified uh like reading music basically they like give you a musical staff and assign buttons which is like honestly a a smart way to do it when you don't really want people to have to like fight and figure it out Mm -hmm. um but yeah i'd be curious to see if there's a game that could like really totally nail like i i think you'd have to have a, a a shared a certain set of like shared characteristics of each of the things in the environment that you're using to play. Uh, because I think mm. you need some sort of like spatial relationship or, or, or something more than just, uh, interacting with thing makes X sound and you're supposed to hear yeah. another sound and make them match. I mean, uh, it's just, it seems like there should be, um, you, you need a little bit of a, a player, uh, that's not super, or, I don't know, I just think a, a player needs a little bit more than that to have it not be a lot of trial and error, right? Yeah, yeah um, I
1: mean, I think one thing that this game does do that it has going for it that other sound puzzles don't is that, you know, it it's con- it's not like it's a puzzle game that has sound puzzles. It's like a sound game. So <laughs> I, from the beginning, I at least know that sound matters. Like, one of the things that, like, yes. drives you insane in games that just, like, like kind of throw it on you is it's like i've been playing a game for three hours and i haven't had to listen to anything i'm not going to suddenly start yep. listening uh like three hours in um yeah and that's an that's honestly
0: another uh problem well sometimes problems sometimes uh uh this can be very cool that the witness has is that since it has such a like diverse uh array of puzzles and it's sort of like certain puzzles you only see in certain areas. And then some puzzles sort of like overlap is that you kind of get to this point where it's like, okay, I don't know how to do this at all. Or I haven't done this for 10 hours and I kind of forgot or or, that sort of thing. um, But yeah, I I did want to talk about the score for this game uh, because obviously Mm. um, music and sound is important. And I think the score is really good. I was, um, I was surprised with, I, this is going to sound kind of mean, but I was surprised with how good it sounds for like a uh, you know a student game. A lot of times, it's just like well, someone on the team has FL Studio and has like made some beats before, so uh, they're gonna do the score. And a lot of times, it's, you get something that doesn't really fit that well, or mm-hmm. um, you know, you just get something that's not really all that uh, inspiring. But I thought they they did a really good job. And their their uh, you know faux synth string arrangements were very good. I'm uh, again I, I hate saying this so many times, but I'm very sensitive to like production techniques and like uh, and music and stuff because I've done a lot of it. Uh, and one thing that always uh, is like sticks out like a sore thumb to me is uh, cheesy sounding fake uh, <laughs> symphonic instruments, like um, bad sounding. Uh, synthesized strings or sampled strings, or like uh, horns, especially, can sound like really cheesy and like a goofy '90s synthesizer. That's just like, check out this sweet trumpet sound,
1: <laughs> like you know, just like Seinfeld or something. That was an in- um, impeccable impression. That's exactly you. how all '90s games <clears throat> sound to me. If you if you
0: want a like legendary '80s uh like fake trumpet sound uh, forever young by Alphaville has a ridiculous synth solo. That's supposed to sound like a trumpet, but it's very definitely a guy with a trumpet patch on his synth. Just like,
1: (laughs) and like,
0: I unironically love it because it's so silly and like, definitely not a trumpet, but wants to sound like a trumpet. Like he's kind of playing it like on partials and stuff. Uh, but anyway, I, I I I'm sensitive to that kind of thing, and I thought this game uh, did did very well. Like, yeah, it, it it sounds very nice.
1: Yeah, their dedicated composer Vincent Sargan uh, Sargen or Sargent, Uh good job, I guess.
0: Yeah, nice work. Good job, Vinny. <laughs> Vinny. <laughs>
1: um, <coughs> yeah, I uh, I will. That reminds me of I I remember being very like. I, I did have a moment of like, oh, that was nice uh, when. Um, like this game kind of just gets you very like attuned to sound, and then how it ends is you like leave the area, and then like all mm-hmm. the sound just cuts. Uh, yeah, it's, like, quiet in your final like walk up to you. You kind of like walk up to this last mound and like reanimate that.
0: Yeah, the, your, your the, character like sits plants. cross-legged on it, and yeah. then the plants start like growing it's up like around you've, them.
1: You've restarted life in this area, and like as you walk up to that area, that like moment of silence I thought was really good. It's, kind of a little thing but I was like,
0: yeah oh, yeah it's it's nice. a it's a it's a really good um, way to in a game that's uh, all about sound and like music it's a it's a really good way to make the player feel a sense of like finality of like oh all the sound drops out Just, yeah. yeah yeah it's a nice moment it's good
1: um, other miscellaneous thoughts ahead of this game so in the final area. Did you find there's like this back room that has (coughs) a, it's behind one of the pink bulbs yeah. and it's got some grass and then there's a little hole in the ground as if there were another pink bulb to animate, but there's Mm no orange bulbs around it. So I never figured out what that Mm -hmm. is. I'm not sure if
0: I'm thinking of the exact spot you're talking about. First, I thought you were talking about this, the area with like, the Skeleton that's back there. It's like one that's like tucked behind one of the um, like sand, like waterfalls of sand. Um, we might be no, talking I, about the I, same no, spot. No, I, I think that
1: remember. is the same spot because the 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 waterfall of wait, are there multiple waterfalls of sand?
0: I thought there were two different areas behind waterfalls of sand, but what? I might be misremembering.
1: I only found one of them
0: mm. and it was just above well, maybe this, I'm wrong.
1: This area that I'm talking about. Mm. Um, oh, okay, it's got two entrances a main one, and then you can also come through the waterfall above but It leads you to the same spot. Yeah, there's a little like patch on the ground, as if it was like. Hmm. So I was wondering if there's like actually some like secret, like optional stuff in this game that I just didn't even find. Maybe you yeah, did, I don't know.
0: Um, I sounds like found no, you it. didn't. I either found it and didn't realize that I hadn't, like that it wasn't there to begin with, or I didn't yeah. find
1: it. Mm. So Interesting.
0: Only God Interesting.
1: knows now. <laughs> we'll never know.
0: We'll never know.
1: Um, um, do you have any other, any other last thoughts? Uh,
0: I don't think so. I think it was like a very nice, like, complete. I think a lot of student games, at least in my experience, can kind of end up feeling a little incomplete because it's sort of, um, you know, a lot of times was, at least in my experience, in my, like, Capstone class with students, it's like, oh shit, we have to finish this in like a month. So it kind of yeah. like starts really promising constraint. and then right as it starts like getting exciting, it sort of ends because uh st- students are bad at realizing how long it actually takes to like <coughs> build out a game around a promising set of mechanics. And I didn't get that that feeling it had like a nice sort of closure to it, like with that sort of ending sequence that we talked about. Um yeah. <coughs> so I think
1: Yeah, it did uh, feel in that complete. regard they did well. I felt like it kind of it introduces a mechanic. Uh, it develops. I think it's like four levels, right? So it introduces it, like you practice it, develops yeah, I, I, it, and then I sort of level.
0: thought of it more as like three levels, but it kind of depends. But yeah,
1: you can, um, yeah, I mean, yeah three and levels.
0: I did, I did want to say that final area I thought was really well designed. I thought it had like is a pretty big open area, and for a game that's like you know relatively small. Uh, big open areas are hard to do in a uh, in a way that's like uh, enjoyable and organic for a player to move through. Yeah. And I thought they did a really good job of like um, you kind of always have somewhere where you can see uh, like dead vegetation. So it's like as you're finishing up one area, you can just like glide on to the next one. And it has like a lot of verticality. Um, yeah, it which does. made and the gliding really fun.
1: I did think that it did a, a good job of like kind of drawing your eye lines with the verticality because I, I distinctly yeah. remember I I didn't notice the ramp up the first time I walked around and then I yeah. walk around and I saw some dead vegetation up on a ledge. I was like, oh, what sure. the fuck? How do you get up there? And then that prompted <coughs> me to kind of walk around and find the ramp. Look a little more and then, yeah. um, and then, uh And then go over there. So it was like, yeah, it, it did, did, a did a always feel like... Con- like while I was moving through the area, like, like my attention was being prompted with moments. Yeah.
0: They do a good job of contrasting the, the, the light sand with the darker sort of red rock. Um, and sort of like, uh, the red rock is built in these big spires, but then there'll be trails of the sand going up on areas where you can walk. Um, yeah, overall, I think, I think, uh, like environment design is definitely a strong suit of, of this game. Yeah. Um, in that in that final area uh, yeah. especially
1: and in the final area also like you said I, I agree that it is just kind of fun to glide through it yeah to glide it's just nice out. to jump on around in. is fun it is fun it
0: just feels nice <laughs> especially when you have those pretty trails behind you yeah. just like swirling around and, and flying those are those are great too uh, I, I know I've already talked about it a lot but um, having little trails follow behind you and they have like the, I feel like they have the right amount of like Swirling and, and extra motion to sort of like keep things mm-hmm. um, lively and that it almost reminds me um, more of uh, Abzu, uh, which is oh yeah the sort underwater Isn't that successful. also the
1: people who made Journey?
0: It's not the the studio that made Journey, but uh, a certain subset of the team like went oh, off and started a different studio, and it's got the same uh, composer Austin Wintry.
1: Um, oh, did the right. score
0: for that? Um, yeah, okay. and like the, the way the fish follow you and sort of
1: yeah that does remind that, me of this
0: yeah was uh, sort of a memory um, well did you have any other little points I think I've covered all of mine
1: no that's everything I had um, I guess with that we can introduce our game for next week which is another game that is very it's very like floaty calm uh, like cool color palette which is a game called be calm one word um b-e-c-a-l-m yes uh it's by color fiction i believe is the name of the the group um or single person i'm not sure uh we'll we'll do a little more in-depth credits next week but if you want um a link to the game uh be calm which is like it's like a short it seems like it's, it's almost like a meditation game like it's just about kind of like sailing uh and being calm um yeah which it isn't that what it. we all
0: need these days hell yeah just a little bit of sailing takes me away jordan yeah wait yeah
1: wait, is this are you referencing something damn it jordan
0: <laughs> don't you know yacht rock the classic christopher cross song sailing oh
1: sailing oh yeah yeah, yeah 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 takes me away <laughs> to where
0: i'll always that's do, just one of the <laughs>
1: Okay, well, I was just inviting you to sing it for our listeners. That's what...
0: Well, you're welcome, listeners. (laughs)
1: Um, Well, if you want to uh, play this game uh, beforehand, you should follow us on Twitter. We'll tweet out a link to the game um, on Wednesday before we release the episode on Sunday. Um, And then you can uh, make sure you're fully... Uh, caught up for when we record it, and Blake inevitably sings to you.
0: Yeah, which oh, I'll sing "Sailing" again. I'll <laughs> sing it any chance I get.
1: <laughs> which is the real reason you listen to this podcast, right? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Just to hear my. What was the last singing. time I sang? Probably when I sang a uh, "Battle I, of New Orleans."
1: Oh, it might have been because I invite you to sing a lot, or do <laughs> do, or I guess I invite you to do your impressions, do a voices, lot, and I, yeah. I only get it out of you every now and then
0: um hey man listen the voices don't come free i'm not a monkey
1: (laughs) well i'm feeling good about the possibility for uh sound effects from blake next week so if you want that (laughs) you should you should follow us on twitter at EdgeGuardCast, uh where we tweet out uh all the games we play and then tweet at our creators um if you if you like the podcast go ahead and give us a like and a follow and uh if you have thoughts about any of the games that we play we're always happy to hear uh listeners uh, responses to the games agreements disagreements complications additions uh or recommendations if you recommend us a game there's a very high chance we will play it so, hashtag join the conversation <laughs> yes please join the conversation so that's at uh, Edge guard cast um and with that we will talk to you next week